my dear, my dear vegan friends. How do you feel about fire? I'm against it. It's so hard to not abuse animals. What's so hard about it? Hashtag poor Joseph. That's funny. That's funny. Poor Joseph. Everybody feels so sorry for Joseph. The poor, poor man. Well, we're going to University of Madison today where um, they are actually gearing up to test on more monkeys. They uh, want to bring in some marmosets. Do you know what a marmoset is? Do you even know what a marmoset is? And you know, the University of Madison, Wisconsin... They were actually, uh, they were the ones where double trouble happened. The cat who had his brain uh, implanted with sonar reading devices and was was, was blasted with sounds and uh, completely botched and died. That was uh, that, that was University of Madison, Wisconsin. I'm very interested in going there. I can't wait because is it so hard to condemn such things? There's an animal rights group on campus called ASAP that I'm really looking forward to. I think it's called, yeah, it's called ASAP. I don't know what it stands for. It's an acronym. It's an acronym. And acronym is, happens to be just out of nowhere, the word of the day, an acronym. Acronym is a word formed from the first letters or letters of each one of the words in a phrase. Hmm. William O. When Rosie, Diana, and Sam looks for like words. Um, despite the innate human capacity to wander, particularly when bolstered by walking sticks, things will go wrong. Here are a few of the most common ailments pilgrims will face: sprained ankles, follow the rice, <laughs> follow the rice acronym to do sw- swelling. You know, rice, rest, ice. Uh, what does elevate? What does C stand for? Compression. Rest, ice, compression, elevation. Yeah, that's that's the that's the rice acronym. Do you follow the rice acronym? Hello, Paul Campbell. How are you? I'm glad to see you here. Greetings, Josh Banks. Hello, Gorick. Nice to see you. Yeah, I'm glad that you're all here. The um, internet seems to be hanging in there by a thread i'm in madison i'm in a a place called wisconsin dells which um is the it's the water park capital of the world i've been to i went to water park last night it was very fun we raced all over went on all the all the water slides it was very cool i have a couple videos there i'll share it was fun and um there's even a vegan restaurant in Baraboo. There's a town called Baraboo here. The towns up here are so cute. Their accents are so cute. They're like, ah, I want to go pick some apples. That's how they talk up here. 
they talk um they have wonderful cute accents i just had a lady tell me that she wouldn't get between me and my coffee i don't want to get between you and your coffee yeah thanks lady that was really cool of you thank you so much meanwhile what's on my shirt today so it says close down the national primate research centers i really want to wear this one because university of Mich university of wisconsin madison is one of the national primate research centers and so they are going to they're bringing on marmosets and i can't wait to uh protest that as you can see here are the what the marmosets look like they're small squirrel-like monkeys they have many features that are unusual among primates marmosets are boreal with claws that help them to cling to tree trunks jeff roy's marmosets are omnivores native to the lowland rainforests of brazil did you know about marmosets now you do they're going to bring marmosets to the university of wisconsin madison in order to test strange things on them what will they test on them i wonder well I, I i think i have a briefing here somewhere let me see if i can find what the heck is going on so on these little monkeys they are um planning to perform torturous sleep deprivation experiments on these monkeys on marmosets um they are uh, experiments in which marmosets will be exposed to blaring loud noises every 15 minutes while they're sleeping. The idea is to see how sleep disruption impairs their cognition. So the marmosets will be subjected to disrupted sleep for periods of weeks. They'll be used in experiments testing their cognition, and then they'll be killed so their brains can be dissected and analyzed. The experiments have not yet started, and we're trying to stop them. There you go. University of Madison in Wisconsin. That's the that's that's what's happening here in Wisconsin. And I hope to do something about it. I sent you an FB photo of my new T-shirt, FB Messenger. I wasn't sure where to send it. Oh, OK, Jackie Boyle, I will check it out. Sorry, I don't check my um, my Facebook every day, but I will. I will check it now. Thanks. My younger twin sisters, Claire and Elaine, spent the summer of 96 in Wisconsin Dells when they were on student J-1 visas. They visited Madison. Interesting. I can tell. It's really funny you say that because you can tell there's lots of J-1 visa holders. A J-1 visa holder, for all of those who don't know, are people who they get a work visa in America that's seasonal in order to learn a trade, a skill, get some experience. And so since we have a lot of resorts and stuff, j1 visa holders will often come and be you know work a season uh, at a hotel or something and then they can go back to their own countries and they've got a nice little resume builder well juicing pain doesn't allow the injury to recover more quickly in fact excessive use of ice can damage nerves from my understanding i've heard that josh banks but um i always follow rice if i have an injury because what else am i supposed to do ibuprofen ice rest compression and elevation i always do i mean i know that there's uh some people say don't overdo the ice but um it's either that or overdo the overdo the ibuprofen those are the two options i have the ugliness of the human mind is unbelievable it's the never-ending story of depravity you're absolutely right and it brings me to something where i, I did want to say something about you know everything on the internet right now is about our it's about what's happening in the middle east 
and I really feel like it's easy to say condemn violence. Like, don't don't try to take a side in this um, if you aren't, you know, people are trying to make this fit on a bumper sticker and it won't. It can't fit in this in a in a tweet. Um, the problems in the Middle East will not fit in a tweet. So taking a side always makes you look bad. So just condemn violence. Violence is wrong. And as vegans, that's really what we're supposed to be doing, right? It's condemning the use, exploitation, violence of any kind on either side. I think that's a, a good way to go because you're right. The depravity of the human mind is never, it seems to be bottomless. It seems to be never ending. The word acronym, there's a part which says, do you, did you know? And I did did know this, but I think that many people don't know this. So let's check it out. Did you know? Hmm. Did you know the word acronym fuses together two combining forms? Acro meaning to cooked up, dead animals being cooked up right here. They're shoving it down my throat, guys. How do I get rid of this pork? I mean, dead pigs, dead pigs, more. Or dead pigs, mechanically separated meats, soy protein, and cornstarch. Yeah, that's, but not our end. We have just meats. Anyway, both of which are back to Greek. You may recognize onym in the familiar pseudonym or synonym or syn acronym, likely influenced or borrowed by the German word acronym or acronymon. Some usage commentators decreed that it should be referred to combinations of initial letters that were pronounced as if they were whole words, such as radar and scuba, but, and be differentiated from initialism, which is spoken or pronounced, the component letters such as FBI and CEO. These days, however, the, that distinction is largely lost, and acronym is a common label for both types of abbreviation. But did you know that an initialism is like FBI and CIA, and that an acronym is like COVID and SARS and, um, you know, those types of things, AIDS. So like an initialism and AIDS would be an acronym. You know what I mean? Isn't that cool? I think that that's how, I think that's great. Vegan Nave, I just got your email this morning. I haven't had a chance to respond, but yes, let's do an action together when I'm in Denver. I think that will be great. Um, I'll respond to your email soon, as soon as I'm positive where I'll be actually sleeping. I don't know exactly what hotel I'll be in, so. But I'm a hundred percent down to do an action in Denver. One hundred percent. I can't wait to meet you and to do some do some do some outreach with you. Mm. I'm super excited about it. Actually, on. Saturday we did um we went to Chicago and we did the laser yeah that would be a that would be an acronym right Gorick condemning violence is the way absolutely right thank you Gorick awesome yeah let's do it so on Saturday we show up in Chicago and we met the people from ARC the Animal Rights Coalition of Chicago and I was really excited. We went to, um, first we went to Max Mara. I got to yell into my uh, megaphone. I always like yelling into a megaphone. It is, it's my, it's my jam. I love yelling into a megaphone. 
and then we went to um, LVMH, went to Louis Vuitton, but by that point it had started really raining. And since it was raining so much, we didn't, they didn't want to use the megaphone. So out came the cowbells and whistles. So I blew a whistle. I rang that cowbell. I lost my hearing. And it was a very, very fun time to stand in the rain in Chicago, making a ruckus, screaming about animals and saying, we will be here every week until, until the violence stops because we're against violence toward animals. Stop using animals. 50 minks for a fur coat. You know what I mean? 50 lives for a fur coat. For one fur coat. 50 dead animals for one fur coat. How much sense does that make? So anyway, I was very, I was very, very pleased with that. I I love the fact that I was able to do a demonstration in Chicago. This was one of the highlights of my trip so far. If I can meet more people like that, that would be really cool yeah speaking of animals you know what it is guys it's national cat day it's global cat day guys it's global cat day did you know that zero sense exactly it's horrible for one fur coat i think that my internet here is starting to suck are you guys having a hard time I'm about to switch over to my MiFi. Zero cents, exactly. Anyway, it's national, it's global cat day. And I'm hoping that you guys will see that it's, there you go, October 16th, global cat day. Uh, it raises awareness running non-lethal feline programs across the country, non-lethal feline programs. More than any other sheltered animal, cats and kittens face euthanasia at a much higher rate. However, programs such as Trap, Neuter, and Release, TNR, are making it possible for cats to live full and healthy lives right in our neighborhoods. What do you guys think about TNR? TNR is kind of controversial. Do you like it? How do you feel about it? Is it something that you dig? Did I change my Wi-Fi? Yes.
All right, we're back. Sorry about that. We had to get, I had to fix, fix the internet. Hopefully, we'll be able to continue. I, um, all of a sudden, the internet was having a problem, and I don't like it when that happens. Anyway, we're talking about Global Cat Day, and I wanted to talk about TNR, not TNA, but TNR. It's an important part of animal uh, rescue, and I want to know how you guys felt about it because is it over euthanasia? I think so. Yeah. So what do we do about what do we do about the cats, right? The idea is to trap, neuter, and release them. And so today is, is the day TNR saves lives. Some cities shoot cats, but does not solve that problem. People abandon them. Absolutely. And what do we what are we supposed to be doing about it? You know what I mean? Like are we supposed to be killing all the cats? So the TNR programs are very, very interesting, I think, and important. I mean, it's a solution. It's not, it's maybe, it's not perfect because I immediately think about how many birds, mice, rats, all the rest end up killing, get, getting killed because of cats. So, I mean, that's an issue too, you know? So I'm hoping that we can make a, we can make a difference maybe that in a way that is significant for cats. And today is Global Cat Day. It's October 16th. And so um, long-term studies across the country show that not only does the population decline, but the cats live out their lives healthily. And additionally, these programs save taxpayers money over time, reduces animal services, <coughs> lessens the burden on shelters, neighborhoods become quieter, mating behavior decreases. Huh? That's bad. How do you observe Global Cat Day? Learn more about TNR programs. Donate or volunteer to support a program near you. Global Cat Day takes the place of National Feral Cat Day, which was initiated in 2001. So let's see. Are big cats part of Cat Day? I don't think so. Trying to make hunting them in Colorado illegal. We love democracy for animal rights here. <laughs> Lateral Alice going all caps. Cats wipe out. Cats wipe out all sorts of uh, wildlife where you live. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's a problem. Absolutely. So what do we do about it? What do we do? The only thing I can think of is this TNR seems to be a good idea because over time the cat population decreases by euthanizing them. It doesn't seem to decrease them. Shooting them doesn't seem to decrease them because people keep abandoning them. But TNR, even if you abandon an animal, if most of the other animals are out there and are infertile, then you would be able to not have... Let's rescue all cats experimented on day. Yeah, I like that idea. But the idea is that even if you abandon a cat, then the population won't blossom because fuck me. I sure wish I can get a decent internet connection, guys. I'm sorry about today. It worked great. I'm not sure what it is today, though. Not sure what the problem is. All right, we're going to keep going. We're going to soldier on. I can't even see my internet connection right now. 
This is a. Uh, Are you back? Properly. That sure would be great. All right. We can do this. Stop selling cats when there are so many rescues. Mandate tracking. If you lose an abandoned, you get a warning. You lose the right to another ever again. I don't know why it's not working, guys. Seems like it should be working, but the problem is my 4G LTE is too low. So I need better Wi-Fi. Sup, Vance. Fucking hell. Just epic fail today. Just not working. All right, here we go. So we're going to go straight through no matter what happens from now on. Okay, sorry about that. Um, someone broke me again. I'm sorry about it. If you have a mouse problem, invite a cat over for coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Um, neuter and spay those kitties. If they're feral and untamable, release them back to where they were picked up. However, it is a really cold climate. Try to ensure they have a shelter. This is the thing. Like, I think the best idea is exactly what Trapped in the Matrix was just saying, right? 
stop selling cats while they're any are any to rescue mandate tracking if you lose abandoned one i mean couldn't we just make it illegal to breed them entirely stop breeding cats stop breeding cats it's wrong to breed them i think it's insane that we're breeding cats so what we should be doing is making sure that no more cats come into the world i think it's a good idea anyway happy global cat day everybody i think that i think that you get where i was going with this i'm sorry that it didn't uh quite my 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 plan for this show didn't is not completely working out but i want to show you these cute uh cat faqs my cat's tongue is always sticking out what's that called Many cats will let their tongue hang out during the course of their day. Cat owners call this a derp, a blep, a herp, a merp. <laughs> While in most cases your cat is likely just being cute, sometimes it's a sign of an oral condition. Check with your veterinarian if this behavior <laughs> disease causing your feline critter discomfort. I think that's very funny. A herp, it's so that's the that's the definition. A derp, a blep, a herp, or a merp. Yeah. How many domestic cat breeds are there? They recognize different breeds between 40 and 80 breeds. Can you believe there's between 40 and 80 breeds of cats? If there's 40 between 40 and 80 different breeds, what are we doing? Why are we why are we still breeding them? 40 and 80 different breeds of cats. That's insane to me. I have a rescue kitten, soon to be a full-grown cat, and she's hilarious and makes me laugh. Does she do a blep, a derp, a herp, or a merp? Is that something? You didn't know that cats realize that cats derp? You got a herp to derp. You got a derp to herp there's so many cats already why is anyone even breeding them cities with cat problems shouldn't be spending money on controlling them either while people are still breeding them yeah it's insane to me it's it's almost like trying to control guns while we're manufacturing enough to arm every american every year yeah my friend is always making cat puns how do i make her stop yikes that's clawful however it's not a catastrophe <laughs> Cat puns are a perfect way to have some fun. Your friend is just being clover. You should feel fortunate she's in your life. Okay, well, there you go. It's Global Cat Day. Go get your cat spayed or neutered. Uh, learn about TNR. And I guess like, yeah, I think, I don't know, love cats. Cats are cute animals. Everyone loves cats, right? How do you not like cats? Kitty cats. Kitty cats. They're great. Trying to stop the breeders is the hard part. The pushback from them is huge. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. But perhaps we can build political will, you know. They used to take stray cats and, uh, and test on them, you know. But realize that subtitling does work. See, you have it. You have it all done, man. You did it. Anyway, the word of the day is acronym. The Global Cat Day is so it's it's GC GCD is the day. Um, today in history, I just wanted us to say one thing about this. So we have a lot going on, but the Cuban Missile Crisis started today. Look at this thing. So the, this is the Cuban Missile Crisis, and you can see there's like where they saw the missiles, and so JFK. His clever thing was, let's get rid of our bombs in Turkey. But they were going to get rid of them anyway. And so they said, okay, we'll get rid of our bombs in Turkey if you get rid of your bombs in Cuba. And so they did. And it worked. Uh, the bombs went away in Cuba. And JFK won the day by a, a clever little ruse. San Cristobal number 1, 14th of October 1962. This just happened, begins 
the Cuban Missile Crisis. People say, we were so close to destroying the world. Again, can you, can you decide not to just take a side? Can you decide that maybe there's no good side in global conflict and that what we really should be doing is taking a stand against violence and oppression? Is that something that you and I can agree on? That we should be taking a stand against violence and oppression? I think that'd be a good thing to agree on. Anywho, let's keep going. John Paul II was uh, the you know the Polish Pope. I don't know if you know about him. In 1978, and he was the Pope that I grew up with. He was always there. What do you know? Pinochet was arrested in London. A Spanish warrant requesting his extradition on murder charges in 1998. There he goes. Disney Brother Cartoons Studio found in 1923. Arnold Schoenberg's Pierrot of Lunaire premieres at the Berlin Coralion. I don't know if you know about Schoenberg. We've talked about Schoenberg a couple times. I played him on the show, but unfortunately, I get a copyright strike every time I do that. So look up Arnold Schoenberg and blow, get your mind blown. I mean, if you listen to him and you're like, wait a second, this shit came out in 19 friggin' 12. It's amazing. Arnold Schoenberg, very great composer and worth worth checking out anyway the one i really want to talk about was this right here the black power salute at the 1968 um olympics in mexico city as you can see you have tommy and john carlos you have tommy smith and john carlos there they are the fastest people that day they were sprinters and they decided to do to wear these gloves and do a black power salute on the podium but what people don't normally talk about is uh, Peter Norman right there? He was uh, he borrowed a badge from them that said Olympic Human Rights, which was a major thing. Um, you see how they have different hands that are doing the salute. They only had one pair of gloves, and Norman, the fastest Australian alive, said, "Hey guys, why don't you just one take one glove and the other take the other glove, and give me one of your badges so that I can stand in solidarity as well." So they all got up there. He didn't do the salute because he's a white guy, but he did have the human rights badge on. So he went back to Australia in um, in disgrace. He was a pariah for the rest of his life. He was the fastest, the best runner that Australian that Australia had ever seen, and he couldn't go to Munich the next um, the next Olympics because he was a disgrace. Um, the white Australia movement was still going on. They were still taking babies out of um, Aboriginal hands and raising them with white families. That was still going on in the 70s. It's wild to think about, but that type of thing was still going on. They were stealing black babies from families and giving them to white families to raise in Australia. Him taking a stand with African Americans about black power created this backlash that he never 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 could bounce back from um tommy smith and um and john carlos also faced they went back in disgrace as well but they had um they they had a careers ahead of them they were able to do different things uh poor the other guy doesn't even get mentioned the australian look he's not even mentioned in here at all but tommy smith and john carlos did great the silver the silver silver medal runner who was the fifth fastest person ever uh never never gets mentioned but he's there with them standing strong and i think that that's uh I, I think that's a beautiful story because i think that we need to be standing together against oppression and violence
can you stand together with me against oppression and violence? Do you think we can stand together against oppression and violence? I think that'd be pretty cool. I looked up these guys. <laughs> you have Oscar Wilde, a uh, pretty interesting guy. Uh, some of us are, all of us are in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars after all. Then we have, wait, isn't restricting human rights oppression? Restricting food is basically a human rights violation. It is dangerous when you are forced to eat rations. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, well, let's see. Isn't making breeding and eating meat illegal oppression to humans? Isn't making breeding and eating meat illegal oppression to humans? I don't know. Is making slavery... Um, illegal oppressing humans you talk just like a southerner right before and you take you talk like a southerner in 1859 well it's our state rights to decide if whether or not slavery is okay based on race racial based slavery is legal in almost every state and it's always been here so don't oppress us ooh Anyway, it's funny the chat that I've been attacked the most and having cats turns out to love cats so much today. <laughs> you get attacked for loving cats? You don't, don't get attacked for loving cats. Mm. Do you not learn anything while watching live streams like VPMs? Or are you just a troll? Oh, is he just a troll? Okay, well, I don't like trolls. Here you go. Rations. <laughs> I read this one first. I didn't know what he was talking about. Commodifying and killing animals is oppression and violence. They are sentient and want to live just like us. They, they feel joy just like us. They have friends just like us. They can suffer just like us. Yeah. I am black and never like slavery, nor am I from... I am black and never like slavery, nor am I from America. Then don't defend slavery of animals. That's an easy one, my friend. Just very simple. Are you for or are you against slavery? That's pretty simple. Yeah. Because really, animals aren't here for us to experiment on. They're not here for us to use for to wear as fashion accessories. And they aren't here for us to, uh, to use in entertainment or to eat. So all of those things would be exploitation, which uh, is slavery, because they don't get anything out of the deal, do they? So, yeah, it, take a stand against slavery. Take a stand against violence and oppression. You can do it. I love the news when vegans protest, we are loud and obnoxious. When indigenous people in Australia are silent, they're threatening it. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? So today in history, Oscar Wilde uh, is his birthday. Poor Oscar Wilde was eventually accused and was accused and um, accused of being a sodomite. He sued saying, I'm not a sodomite. And in that lawsuit, they determined that he was a sodomite. And uh, he was incarcerated because of it. And then he moved to Paris where he lived his final days and died young. At the age of 60-something, I think. Or 50-something? How old was he? Yeah, he was 46. 46. Um, you probably don't understand David Ben-Gurion. Ben -Gurion. Um, David Ben-Gurion is the uh, first prime minister of Israel. That's been in the news lately, hasn't it? Can you take a stand with me and just say that we're against violence and oppression? Is that something that you can agree with me on, that we condemn violence and oppression? I think that'd be cool. Let's get on the same page. 
let's be a let's just be against violence and oppression of all kinds. Eugene O'Neill is the only guy to win. He was the first American to win the Nobel Prize for Literature for as a playwright. He's the first American playwright to win it. He's also the only American playwright to win the Pulitzer Prize four times. He is one of the greatest playwrights America will ever know. I don't know anyone better than him. Maybe. No, that's it. Yeah, no, that's him. Tennessee Williams, maybe. But Eugene O'Neill, pretty uh, pretty big deal. If you haven't ever seen Long Day's Journey Into Night, you should check it out. Michael Collins, of course, started the IRA in many... Did he start the IRA? I don't know. He was like the main guy, the IRA. He's kind of he's kind of credited with being the first big IRA guy. Um, and Enver Hoxha was the... Um, he was the dictator of Albania... And Gunter Grass was a famous writer from Germany, and uh, he wrote incredible novels. Gunter Grass, the preeminent, was preeminent German writer and playwright, excelling also in poetry and in the fine arts. Grass sought throughout a career to re-examine, his, re-examine Germans' troubled past. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature. His most famous work, The Tin Drum. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't read the Tim Drum, do it. I mean, if you want. Gunter Grass is one of the most important writers. If you ask any German, well, at least when I lived in Germany, if I said, hey, I want to read a book in German, they would tell you, read Gunter Grass. He is the most important German writer in modern history. Not vegan, I don't think. Let's find out. Is Gunter Grass, was Gunter Grass vegan? Um, don't have anything for him. Was Gunter Grass vegan? Nothing. Okay, so no. Let's say Tim Robbins is 65. Angela Lansbury's dead, but she'd be, it's her birthday. Let's see, Naomi Osaka, Bryce Harper. Any of you vegan? Tim Robbins might be. John Mayer's not, right? Is Tim Robbins vegan? I don't know. I want to know. Is Tim Robbins vegan? Mm, James Cameron, Tim Robbins, sup at his house. They're vegan. Robbins' diet consists of, oh, he eats fish and eggs. So, nope, not a vegan. Okay, so what about Bryce? What about John Mayer? And that'll be the last one I'd look up. John Mayer. John Mayer vegan? No. He's not vegan anymore. He said he used to be vegan. Okay, whatever. Fuck these guys. All bunches of garbage people. So, sorry. I thought that we'd find at least one vegan, but no. No vegans. Dang it. Alfred Yodel, Marie Antoinette, died today. She deserved it. I walking from Ribbentrop. Wilhelm Keitel, they killed all these Germans on the same day. And then George Marshall from the Marshall Plan, right? Is that who that is? Yeah, General General and U.S. Secretary of State, the Marshall Plan, Nobel Peace Prize for the Marshall Plan in 1953, invited massive amounts of U.S. aid to Western Europe to revive European countries after World War II. The Marshall Plan is still considered one of the greatest, the greatest moves in history. It turns out if you have an enemy and you make them rich and your friend, then you can you can subvert war. You can circumvent war your entire lives. Like 
we've had now how many generations now we've had three generations without a world war that's that's saying something if you think about it we only, we only had one generation between world war one and world war two now we're up we're up for a world war think about that next time you think you're taking a side in conflicts in the middle east or in or in eastern europe the side that you should be taking is one against violence and oppression can we all just agree that we're against violence and oppression wouldn't that be cool the marshall plan make your friends and enemies rich and you don't have to fight them in wars anymore it's incredible how that works there's been slavery throughout history and usually it wasn't based on race exactly usually it wasn't you're absolutely right but it was in the american especially towards the end that was like the last bit like the last bit of slavery was um based on race in america anyway Oscar Wilde was brilliant and very funny. I love Oscar Wilde. He's one of my favorites. Good morning, Mark Saunders, all the way in Arizona. Thank you for being here. What's up, everybody? All right. So, Arthur von Ribbentrop. Joachim von Ribbentrop was the foreign minister of the German Reich. He was tried and convicted and hanged today for his crimes, trials for war crimes. He's died at 53 on October 16, 1953. I always love doing this whole, like, who died today thing and there's just a bunch of nazis isn't that great like three nazis died today that's good news right the only good nazi is a dead nazi you know what if you are always on the opposite side of something as the nazis you're probably in good comp you're probably good be on the opposite side of the nazis that's usually a good look i like that that's a good look for you i love that look for you be against violence and oppression right that's all that happened today. I hope you guys have a better day than Joachim uh, von Rippentrop and uh, Marshall. What's his first name? What is Marshall's first name? George. George Marshall. You guys, don't forget that we also have um, still this incredible deal going on over at uh, Wild Earth. Please head on over to Wild Earth. And get yourself some vegan dog food. They have kibble, and they're working on wet cat food. Get in there. It's Global Cat Day, but some of you guys must have dogs. And if you have dogs in your lives, they're going to love having a plant-based diet. They'll feel better. They'll look better. They'll feel trim and nice. When they walk past a mirror, they'll be like, who is that puppy in the window? How much is that puppy in the window? <laughs> it's horrible. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> Today's vegan. Uh, what is it? It's your affirmation of the day. Genuine happy thoughts are nourishing for my soul. That's true. How do I want to feel today? That's your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're not vegan, then what are you doing here? I don't like you. How do I want to feel today? Today I get to set myself up for success by setting the intention of how I would like to feel. First I decide and then I figure out how to get there. It's so much easier to feel good when I have clear intentions and a simple roadmap. There you go. It's so much easier to feel good when I have clear intentions and a simple roadmap. Vegans, set your roadmap, you know? You can decide how you feel. I'm going to try to feel good today. I got, I'm going to go meet some activists on the University of Madison, Wisconsin's campus. I'm so excited about it, and I hope that you'll be able to uh, hang out with me uh, tomorrow. And tomorrow is Tuesday, but Wednesday... Guess who's going to be on the show? 
That's right. It's going to be Grumpy Vegan Granddad. Hump, grump Day. Grump Day is in effect. Feel groovy. Do you have a plan for feeling groovy? Set your sights on groovy. Let's go there. Be against violence and oppression. Be a vegan. V. Gourmand. That's exactly right. As a rule, I'm against violence and oppression. I take a stand against it. That's why I'm vegan. You handsome devil. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I really do appreciate you. Close down the monkey labs, the National Primate Research Centers. I'm going to go to one of the National Primate Research Centers today and find out why they think it's okay to test on marmosets. All right. Thanks, everybody. Set your sights on grumpy. <laughs> no, set your sights on love. How about that? Guys, um, don't forget to go to veganofcourse.net. Buy a t-shirt. Hang out. Buy a t-shirt for me. Or um, don't forget that we also have a Patreon. Patreon's awesome. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, if you are a Patreon subscriber, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. If you aren't, what are you doing? Come on, man. Hang out. Do these things. You know, this, this community. We're supposed to be hanging out. Do something. So, you know, my VFS. Hell yeah, Sky. Let's do this. I hope you have good chats today, Sky. Me too. I really do. Um, yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. Uh, guys, we're going to play the theme song. I got to get going because I've got an hour drive to the University of Madison, Wisconsin. Here we go. See you later. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Is anybody still there? Is anybody still there? Well, guys, it should be a good time. It's not hard to not abuse animals. And if somebody comes at you talking some bullshit, you tell them that you're against violence and oppression. And I think that should sum up most of uh, what's going on today. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. I need you. And we need each other. And the aminals definitely need you. So thanks. <laughs>